inflation at the wholesale level measured by the producer price index or PPI came in way, way, way above expectations on Friday morning. We'll get to the specifics and the rest of the economic counter in just a minute, but I do think that any hope for a March or May or even a June rate cut by the Federal Reserve is now probably out of the question. Stocks took it on the chin as a result. Good morning. This is your financial animal buzz on business for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. My name is William Walsh. I spent my entire career over 40 years as a financial advisor and financial planner. I earned the Charter Life Underwriter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, and the accredited estate planner professional designations. Now I'm living my best life, bringing listeners like you the information they need to bypass people like me. If that's you or might be you, you're in the right place. If it's not you, you're still in the right place. We're glad you're here. In spite of the bad news, stocks actually attempted a midday rally, but ultimately sold off pretty hard into the close. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was off four tenths of a percent. That's 145 points. And it closed at 38,628. The S&P 500 was off five tenths of a percent or 24 points. And it closed above 5,000 at 5,006. The NASDAQ composite, it was off eight-tenths of a percent, 131 points, and it closed at 15,776. The Russell 2000, the small caps were off one and a quarter percent, 26 points. They closed at 2,033. The RSP was off about a half a percent. The SOXL was off two percentage points on the session rates were up across the board, as you would expect, given the inflation news. The two-year Treasury closed at 4.644%. That's up eight basis points. The yield on the 20-year was up three ticks and closed at 4.562%. The inverted yield curve continues. Oil was up 63 cents and a barrel will now set you back $78.16. Gold was up $9.20 and closed at $2,024.10 a troy ounce. Bitcoin closed above 52,000 at 52,005 and finished the week or finished the day up $55. Please consider subscribing if you haven't done so already. It's free. You can unsubscribe anytime you'd like if we get too annoying. And it really helps out this podcast more than you can imagine. If you are already a subscriber, well, thank you. Please consider sharing this episode with someone who might be interested and for whom your recommendation would be meaningful. Let's build the ministry of truth together. It will 
be fun. So where to begin? Inflation at the wholesale level, the producer price index month over month for January came in at 0.3% versus expectations of 0.1%. And December's number, last month's number, negative 0.1%. Core PPI month over month came in at 0.5%. That's half a percent. That's 6% inflation at the wholesale level. Expectations were for 0.1%. And in December, it was negative 0.1%. These numbers combined with the brutal and unexpected consumer price index that came out on Tuesday represent a dramatic reversal from what we've seen over the last year and a half, and especially over the last six months. From where we sit, inflation does not appear to be under control. Listeners may remember a podcast we did on inflation back in October, where we pointed out that most inflation episodes in the last 100 years in the United States had double peaks. We hope the Federal Reserve will ignore the catcalls from its many critics, including us, and stay vigilant. Slay this monster. But inflation wasn't all the bad news we got on Friday. We also got the housing complex. Building permits came in at $1.47 million versus expectations of 1.51 million and 1.49 million last month, both directionally and against expectations. They've missed the mark. Housing starts were down almost 15% month over month. And in January, they missed expectations by over 120,000. And that was down over 200,000 housing starts from last month. Could higher interest rates finally be taking their toll on the housing market? And remember, Japan and Great Britain have just fallen into a recession. Both of them have. A strong economy can probably handle higher for longer interest rates. An economy in recession might not. This is a story Everyone here at the World Headquarters will continue to follow closely. All you need to do and all you must do is keep it right here on The Buzz. And that is your Buzz on Business for Tuesday, February 20th. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, economic, and stock market news. And don't forget our premium episodes where each week we cover a story or a topic that's been in the news, might affect you, your finances, and your investments. But we don't cover it over the last six hours or six days. We cover it over the last 50 or 100 years. So you can put the news in context, be better informed and make better decisions. This week is Awful Mutual Funds Part 2. 
you won't want to miss it. It's just for our premium subscribers. However, a premium subscription is a minuscule $2.99 a month for these four extra episodes. There's a link in the episode description where you can learn more and where you can sign up. We hope you'll join us. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, my name is William Walsh. <laughs>